Hi, this is Bob Serling with 10-Minute Business Success, and today my guests are Joe Fear and Matt Wolf. Joe and Matt created Evergreen Profits, a business that focuses on acquisitions of online properties and building a platform that passively sells products as an affiliate. Their platform focuses on their strengths in marketing, including content, emails, traffic, systemizing, and nonlinear ways of business. Well, and that's a lot of stuff to be doing in one day. So uh, thanks for taking a break from that, you guys, and welcome. Thank you. Thanks, thanks Bob. For having us. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my question for you is, what's your favorite business building strategy or technique that's working well for you or your clients right now? It is, uh, it sounds boring, but it's content marketing. <laughs> and uh, But we do it with a twist. And I'm going to go to my partner, Mr. Matt, to <laughs> kind of explain that really quicker. Okay, oh, so when it comes to our content strategy, uh, we have like a slightly different approach than most people. We have a, I call it our three-pillar approach to content because every piece of content that we create, uh, it's supposed to do three things. So number one, it actually segments our viewers to our site. This is actually the most important thing. The number one reason that we actually focus on content is we create content around specific topics and anybody who views that piece of content, well, we put them on a retargeting list and then we follow them around the internet with offers related to that piece of content. Wow, so for example, we'll have uh, maybe a blog post about conversion optimization. And if somebody reads that blog post about conversion optimization or even just you know, looks at it for a few seconds, we're going to start following them around with products online that we're affiliates of that are all about conversion optimization. So that's actually our number one goal with the content. It's not even necessarily to get the content read. It's to sort of uh, get people to raise their hands and say, I'm interested in this topic so we can follow them around with offers. Right. So let me ask you for a quick clarification for people who may not understand. How do you follow them? How do you set that pixel to follow them? So what we'll do is in Facebook and Google, they have a little pixel code that you can plug into the head of your website. If you're using like a WordPress website or something like that, there's usually a place where you can embed that Facebook or Google pixel. We okay. use both. So when you go to Facebook or Google, you can actually go and create a custom audience based on web uh, pages they viewed on your site. So we'll create a custom audience for anybody who viewed this blog post about uh, uh, conversion optimization. And right. anybody who viewed that blog post, now we're going to put our ads for affiliate offers about conversion optimization in front of them. Fantastic. Okay, so what's the second pillar? So the second pillar is branding and credibility. So Joe and I also run a consulting business where people hire us to sort of look at their business and we create custom roadmaps of what they should do next in their business. Mm -hmm. So the content also serves as that branding, that credibility that we are the expert so that people will want to hire us and work with us. So that's the second pillar is it's got to be good quality because if you're just throwing up junk content to, uh, to, to sort of segment people for your retargeting, then you're not going to have that, that brand, that credibility boost, that, yeah. uh, you know, that thing that gets people to want to hire you to, to be their consultant. So that's the second pillar. Okay. And that's like the trust. That's the trust that we get. We get these comments all the time that we see your stuff everywhere. And mm -hmm. this is kind of why. Yeah. yeah. Great. Okay. And then the final pillar, the third pillar is it's got to have some sort of call to action. By the end of the content, we want them to perform some sort of action, whether it be get on our mailing list, uh, go check out this other website that we want to send you to, buy this affiliate product, you know, fill out our 
intake form for consulting, every piece of content has to flow into some sort of call to action by the end. So those are the three pillars. We're getting people to raise their hands to say, this is the topic I'm interested in. We're getting, uh, we're building our branding and credibility through high quality content. And then we have some sort of call to action at the bottom of the content that gets them to the the people who are hyper engaged with the content to take some sort of action. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fantastic. Well, that is very different than the way most people use it. And, uh, so can you talk a little bit about the type of results that generates, uh, and if you, if you help clients do it too in both cases, but uh, because it is, I mean, it, it's really unique. It's really brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm sure that the results it produces are far beyond the typical slap a bunch of content on the wall and hope somebody yeah. responds. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, in, in most companies, they will focus on that second pillar, so the branding part, you know, with maybe a call to action, and then they're just praying that someone converts into a sale or a lead. Yeah. So, yeah, the results. So, we do a lot of our half of our business, more than half is affiliate-based. So, we'll do this for specific products, and there's one just in the last year or so that we've made about half a million dollars in sales with just this one approach alone, and with a simple... Uh, starting ads at Google, you know, with the retargeting, like Matt said, you know, based on what they've raised their hand on the piece of content. Right. So when you track your sales of that half million, can you determine how many came from the retargeting and following versus people who just responded right away to the offer and the content? We do have some tracking codes set up. The problem, and I, I will be totally transparent, one of the problems with having a very affiliate marketing-based business is we can't always track all the way through to the end of the sales process because we can't always put like a conversion pixel on the success page of the product we're promoting. So we right. don't necessarily always have tracking all the way through, but we can track to the farthest point that we can see, which is getting somebody to land on uh, their checkout page typically. Oh, okay, so in an affiliate relationship, they're making the purchase from your affiliate, not from you. So therefore, you can't track right. it. Correct. Correct. Okay, yep. great. I understand. Well, yeah, that- but the... I guess a, a different way, so the way we've had to tweak our, our thinking on conversion through the funnel or through our content platform is to look at conversions in segments. So, you know, all the way from the ad to the content, how can we optimize just that section? And then all the way to that point of sale where we can't really see what's happening after the fact. Right, right. Yeah. So we kind of figure out a KPI and then hone in on that KPI yeah. depending on where they're at. Like every piece is a, a piece of a pipeline, right? So the first piece of the pipeline is uh, the first conversion goal, get a click on the ad. The right. second conversion goal, get people to stay on the page for more than 15 seconds and actually kind of consume the content. Mm-hmm. Third conversion goal, build that retargeting audience. Fourth conversion goal, get them to click on the second ad. So we build out this pipeline. And then when you build out this pipeline and you look at your numbers along each step of the way, you can quickly see the bottlenecks and figure out which piece to optimize. And yeah. the deepest we can typically typically get is that click on the affiliate link. Yeah, and those those each point in your pipeline is so critical, and those are under your control, that if you can optimize each one of those, then by its very nature, it's going to stimulate a lot more sales. Absolutely, yep. All right, well, this has been absolutely fantastic information. So 
Let's just wrap up by letting me ask you uh, how people find out more about you and Evergreen Profits and what you guys do. Yeah, we keep it simple. Our big hub of all of our content, including our podcast, is at evergreenprofits.com. Three days a week, you'll see new load, you know, big loads of content based around uh, everything you just said. Well, and don't give us too much crap about our logo being a palm tree and not evergreen. <laughs> I, you know, I had never recognized that. I, I can't believe you brought that to my attention. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that, That's a little insider joke, folks. So, um, so when people get there to your site, is there a way to uh, opt in to get your, um, your podcast episodes? Yeah, so uh, pretty much every piece of content on our site has some way to opt into our list. Uh, we actually use unique content or unique opt-ins based on the content. So depending on what blog post you land on, there's going to be a different opt-in, but there's plenty of ways to get on our list if you come to our site. And uh, we're going to be sharing all these content strategies. We share them in the blog, we share them on the podcast, and uh, we, we dive really deep into all of it. Right, and that's the reason why I asked you, because... You guys are so innovative and so fresh in the way you approach things that I wanted people to know that if they don't see an obvious opt-in, all they have to do is read a post or something. <laughs> there will be a way to join the list. And if people do nothing more than follow the way you market and the advice you give in your blog posts, they'll definitely improve their marketing. I so, appreciate that. Yeah. Gentlemen, thanks again for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you, Bob. You.